Funk Radio is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. Hello, funky Kyle, and welcome to Funk Radio. This is your host, Peter. Hello, funky Peter. Hi. How are you funkin' tonight? I'm funkin' pretty good. Are you funkin' alone, or are you funkin' with a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I always funk with friends. Oh, baby. It'd be like, uh, words with friends, but... Some kind of funk-themed game on your phone, <laughs> Funk with Friends. It's like it's like the game Memory, where like you have to flip over tiles, but it's like James Brown and <laughs> and and like you and you pick one and then your friend picks one, and if they match, like I don't know. That'd actually be really fun. You crush candy or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> now I want to play Funk with Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and when you get them right, the match right, it like plays a little clip from one of that person's songs. That would be awesome. Like or a place I feel good. Or if it's, yeah, I was going to say, if it's James Brown, it just goes, wow! His little James Brown, I can't even do it. James Brown scream. Damn. No, I want this to be real. We, you made a, you made an App Store game before, you can do it again. That's true. You just need to figure out a way to make it where, like, multiple players play simultaneously. I don't even know how that would work. Yeah, I know that takes a lot more work. Coding ability than, like, a single player game. Yeah. Makes oh, sense. Well. well, until then, listeners, uh, I guess we'll just continue with our regularly scheduled show, Funk Radio. But yeah, when you are the type of person that has no friends and therefore can't play funk with friends, you find yourself... <laughs> I love that tie-in, that was great. <laughs> you find yourself getting lonely. And we thought it would be fun, because we are two lonely, lonely people, to talk about some songs that <laughs> are fun to listen to when you're sad and alone. And crying salty tears of sorrow. That's true. I liked I liked your um, your reaction when I brought up this topic to you, Kyle. Which which which, which which was I'm always lonely. So yes, we can do it. Oh yes. <laughs> do you want to do Do you want to do an episode about being lonely? That's my secret. I'm always lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope your listeners don't feel lonely. But if you do, we're here for you. But yeah, it, we just thought it would be fun to kind of think of songs where the artists and or the listeners are kind of physically or emotionally detached from other people, either by choice, if they're like introverted, or because they suck at social situations, like being introverted. And sometimes when you're lonely, you can feel real sad. Well, another reason to be lonely is if other people or another person decides not to be with you anymore like a breakup or something then that would be another reason to be lonely and actually a lot yeah. of a lot of the songs we should have totally done do this that. episode like the day after valentine's day <laughs> or on valentine's day oh god actually no i was busy crashing you were uh well you were busy not being lonely on valentine's day yeah true so i mean i guess a good way to start out a list of songs that are good to listen to when you're feeling lonely is a song just don't want to be lonely by the main ingredient uh, this is probably i think this is probably the song that kind of got us sparked, thinking sparked the episode yeah and it also reminds me that this ties in a little bit with the last episode 
which if you didn't hear it was uh sad songs that sound happy and upbeat that's right because you mentioned that this would have been a good song to do after the fact and i was really sad yeah uh i didn't know this i thought the main ingredient was the original group that who did this song but actually it was originally recorded by r&b singer ronnie dyson in 1973 did you know that no because i don't know who ronnie dyson is neither do i the name sounds very slightly familiar maybe he invented the dyson vacuum (laughs) somehow i knew in the back of my head you were gonna say that the Dawson vacuum, it's got a bowl on it, so it swivels. Dyson bowl. That's basically like every one of their commercials. Um, okay, so we were saying that uh, Ronnie Dyson, who may or may not have invited, invented the Dyson vacuum, originally recorded this in 1973. However, the main ingredient recorded it the, um, a year later, 1974. This would qualify as a, as a song where the cover is more popular than the original. Would you not say so? That is that is definitely true, yeah. Um, because I don't remember. I didn't write down like what their chart numbers were. But I had never heard of Ronnie Dyson. <laughs> yeah, I know the main ingredients covered it a lot better. So yeah. that's the one we know today. And just very briefly, since we barely ever talk about this group, um, basically they were a soul slash R&B band. Um, most popular throughout the early 70s. They only had a couple of big hits. This was one of them, and the other one was basically um, Everybody Plays the Fool. Which we um, covered in the last episode. Which, no, I don't think we covered that one either. I think those both probably would have been good for the last episode. Yeah, we suck at research. That, yeah, so those were their two major songs, and Everybody Plays the Fool came out two years earlier in 72. Everybody plays, plays the, the fool, fool sometimes. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. I'm listening to it now. But well, instead, we should probably listen to Just Don't Want to Be Lonely, after Peter continues talking about it, because I'm skipping ahead. Why don't we actually just listen to a clip now? Sure, and then we'll go back to the talk. Okay. <laughs> I, broke the, I break the rules. I don't mind if the tide sets the sun the moon. I just don't. That was a short clip of Just Don't Want to Be Lonely by The Main Ingredient. Uh, something I found kind of interesting is usually when you look up a band, it'll tell you, like, okay, what years they were active and actually after actively making music and touring and stuff. Yep. Um, their original years were from 64 to 77, which makes sense to me. Um, although I, I didn't know they were around as early as 64. That's quite a while. Considering both of their major songs came out, like, near the end of that timeline. But... Uh, I also saw that they've been on and off, active and inactive, like three or four other times after that. There seems to be a lot of weird gaps and stuff. Um, Mm. Although at the moment, they are actually still active today. And they have been since 1999. Is that 16 years? Yes. So um, it's quite a long time. So fun fact, um, this is something I sort of knew in the back of my head. um, But for you, for especially for you people who don't know the meaning ingredient, really. Um, the lead singer of the group, at, le- at least during their primary years at this time for these for this song that you just heard, um, their primary their uh, sorry their lead singer was uh, Cuba Gooding Sr. And if you don't know, he's the father of American actor Cuba Gooding Jr., which is kind of a fun fact. Show me the money. That's the only movie I remember him from. <laughs> that that and that movie with the sled dogs. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Oh, what is the name of that movie? It was awful, and it had him and dogs. Cuba Gooding Jr. Dogs. Wasn't he in Pearl Harbor? It was just called Snow Dogs. That's it. So. Wasn't he in Pearl Harbor? The Michael Bay, everything explodes version of Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Pearl Harbor, everything explodes by Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, He was, yes. Boom! I know my IMDb's. Good job, Kyle. Yay. So... If you guys know him and like him as an actor, then his dad was actually the main singer of this group. So, that's And cool. it's funny because they're like spitting images of each other if you look either of them up. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like a mini version of Cuba Gooding Sr. Except he's not a dwarf. Cuba Gooding Baby. <laughs> Who's know. a Gooding Baby? <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> so, I wrote down a few lyrics from the song just to kind of tie in with our theme of, of lonely songs. Uh, says, quote, I don't mind when you say that you're going away, just don't want to be lonely. And I don't care if you share only moments a day. I just don't want to be lonely. I'd rather be loved and needed, dependent on, to give a love I can't give when you're gone, when you're gone. I just don't want to be lonely. I'd rather be loved. So yeah. I can take it. Pretty self-explanatory, I guess. Yeah. Not a whole lot of, like, uh, analysis when you do that. Yeah. Good point. But yeah, I mean, like, when you think of lonely songs, at least personally, that's probably the first one I think of. True. So. The song that we have up next that I picked is completely different in every possible way. I don't know. It was a song that someone brought up to me, and I kind of just remembered it existed because it's one of those songs from, I want to say, like, the early 2000s that I totally forgot existed but was just an awesome awesome 2004 was an awesome song is the song lonely by akon now we don't usually talk about rap a lot on this show for good reason because most of it's awful but (laughs) um i don't know i just like this song for some reason because it's so freaking bizarre now a fun fact about akon is he's from uh senegal and Hmm. his actual full name i'm gonna try and say this is Oh God, Alwain Damala Boga Time Peru Nakalulu Badara Akantiam. Not even wow. kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I actually saw you write that down originally, when I saw that in the notes, I <laughs> you thought it was a typo. I wasn't sure if you were just joking around or not. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I believe I believe that that's his full name, and that's pretty insane. Yeah, but. It's just funny because basically the song is just a song about this uh, boyfriend who ends up neglecting his girl and taking her for granted. One day he wakes up and she's gone. So he's lonely. And it's only through her absence that he realizes what she means to him because heartness makes the, or no, distance makes the heartness grow bigger. Something like that. Uh, But yeah, the reason that I picked this song is because, like, the chorus is really weird. It's actually a sampling of a 1964 hit by Bobby Vinton, who I don't think we've ever talked about on the show. I don't know who that is. He's like a croony kind of doo-woppy dude. Oh, okay. Uh, called Mr. Lonely. But the sample was sped up a lot, so it basically sounds like the chipmunks are singing in the mm. background. And I think that's what makes the song so iconically memorable for a lot of people, because that's really weird to do. (laughs) Because the chorus 
which is this sample is lonely i'm so lonely i have nobody to call my own i'm so lonely i'm mr lonely i have nobody to call my own i'm so lonely <laughs> i wonder what he's singing about <laughs> i don't want to get too much into the subtext but he might be lonely well we'll let you listeners decide because we don't want to force you into thinking one way or another yes Without further ado, let's listen to a little clip of Lonely by Aiko. Oh, life came crashing and I'm so, so lonely, Mr. Lonely, I have nobody to my own, so lonely, Mr. Lonely, I have nobody So that was Lonely, and that yeah, was weird. that was really weird, because I, I had never heard this, but I listened to it, you know, earlier on. I saw it mm-hmm. in the notes, and yeah, that's pretty weird sounding song. I don't know if right? I'll listen to it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so on a completely unrelated note, I ordered a thermal, uh, ther- or no, a laser thermometer off of Amazon, and it's literally a laser pointer that you can point at any object, and it will tell you the temperature of that object. Oh, It's wow. stupid fun. It's that's like one of those weird. things that, like, it's a completely useless gadget, but I'm using it all the time. <laughs> for really stupid reasons like i'll be holding a cold glass and i'll measure it i'll be like hmm yep that's cold <laughs> or like i'll aim it at a lamp and be like hmm yep that's hot it's like I've technology so has st- taken us so far i've become so stupid that i need a laser pointing thermometer to tell me that things are cold or hot <laughs> Now, an interesting fact that I did find is that my hands are actually warmer than my feet. I believe that. Maybe unless you've been walking around a lot. True. So when they say you have cold feet, it's actually true. Maybe. Yeah. So that was my fun purchase. Was there any... Kyle's purchase corner. (laughs) Was, Was there any connection to what we were talking about, or is that just a fun fact? No, it was literally because I was holding it. I'm like, I should talk about this. So how hot is your computer? How hot is Funk Radio? Um, well, I'm aiming it at the fan, which probably isn't the best place to aim it, mm. but it's 81.8 degrees. That's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> the Funk warms my computer and causes it to overheat. <laughs> That's not good. No. Um, so yeah, that was... Uh, Lonely by Aiken. No, that was I'm a pretty so- weird song. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that song. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> well we can't stay within our comfort zone all the time now can we touche um i, I think we, it's sorry if we did we'd be very lonely <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> that is true um so i know i know you were saying like we don't really talk about rap or hip-hop very much but actually the next song i chose is also a hip-hop song you bastard um kind of out of coincidence which is funny because We've probably talked about it like twice on the show. Oh ever. my god, we totally have. As soon as I read the lyrics, I was like, I love this song. Oh, well, I don't think we've talked about the song before. I'm pretty sure we talked about it once. It, it sounds really Maybe. familiar. Okay. Possibly in the 90s episode. We did oh, a 90s episode. We might I think have. We talked about it. Okay. Well, this is this is one of the few hip hop songs I actually like. Um, so this came out. It, oh, I guess I should say what it is. <laughs> Uh, this is the song I Wish by Ski Boo. Um, so this came out in 1995 and it was the first single from his debut album, also called I Wish. 
So most of the songs, and I, I mean, this is kind of a trend with hip hop anyway, but I mean, like most of the songs in instrumental bits are sampled from the song Spinning by Bernard Wright. And um, if you don't know who he is, because I don't think anyone knows who he is, but he was kind of a lesser known uh, funk R&B musician active throughout, I guess, the early to mid 80s. Crazy thing I didn't know, though, is that his mom is actually Roberta Flack, who was, if you don't know, she was like a soul what? singer. And I didn't know she had a son who also did music as well. I didn't either. So, fun fact, I guess, about the song it. that this samples, <laughs> not about yeah. this song. Because, unfortunately, there's not really much for me to say about this song specifically, because it's kind of relatively unknown today. Um, and I don't think it was ever super popular, but all, I, although I will say that at the time it was nominated for best rap solo performance at the 96 Grammy Awards. So that's worth something. Um, it did it lose, it did lose to Coolio, uh, for his song Gangsta's Paradise. Living in a gangster's paradise. That's the only part I know of that song. <laughs> oh, you know why I know that song? Because Al, Al, Al Weird Al, dude, Weird Al Yankovic did a parody called Amish Paradise. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yep. Well, so, <laughs> well, if it weren't for that, then this might have been the best rap solo performance of 1996, but alas, it was not. I'll just read um, two different quotes from the song. Uh, first is the chorus, which is, quote, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a 6'4 Impala. Um, and just regarding that last bit, um, if you don't know, that's re- that's uh, referencing a 60, 1964 Chevy Impala, which is like the West Coast gangster's choice of vehicle, or at least was at the time. Yes. So That, saw, that vehicle was also referenced in um, Ice Cube's song, Boys in the Hood. There you go. I wonder if like the car was popular because of the songs or No, it was popular before. I, I think it must have been popular before. Yeah. I was going to say now what would be interesting is to tra- is to find the time when like 70s Cadillacs fell out of popularity and they went back to 64 Impalas. Cuz you know, pimps That's know, true. were driving Cadillacs in the 70s and 80s <laughs> and then by the 90s they're like, "No, it's all about the Chevy Impala." which was basically like a, you know, family car in the 60s. But now it's like a gangster car. Yeah, because they put big-ass rims and those little hydraulics on it or whatever. Yeah, pretty cool. For sure. Uh, So another... So basically, um, before I read the next part, I just want to say, like, so the point of the song is basically he is... I don't know if I... Did I... Oh, I got rid of it. But um, I think I read that uh, Skilo, the rapper who sings this, is 5'8". So he's not that tall. I mean, that's, that's not as short as I was thinking he was. That's but, taller than me, you asshole. But no, but I was... I don't know. But <laughs> Words hurt, Peter. Are you feeling lonely because of my words, Kyle? I am. Sorry. But what I was, but I was trying to say, like, that's not... I, did, I figured he was shorter than that, especially, like, watching the music video. For this i guess they just got really tall people to be next to him to be like in comparison true so anyway the, the basically the, the song is saying um he he's interested in this girl but then she rejects him and then he's all sad because he like he wishes he was tall and athletic and a player so that he could get all the honeys 
but instead he's short and no one really likes him that much and he has a mm-hmm. crappy car instead of the the impala so uh the next the next uh, the other part i wanted to read was just quote um because i know she's living fat her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball so how am i going to compete with that because when it comes to playing basketball i'm always last to be picked and in some cases never picked at all so he's feeling really left out and lonely and i think the next part of that says something about uh i sit in the bleachers with the other girls who came to watch their man ball or something so he it's very emasculating to be around all these other guys who are over six feet tall playing basketball and getting the women while he's sad by himself. Yeah. That's kind of sad, but it's a fun song. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, so why don't we listen to a quick clip of I okay. Wish by Ski Lou. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-four ball. I wish I had a brand new car. So far, I got this hatchback. And everywhere I go, your wife gets laughed at. And when I'm in my car, I'm laid back. I got an A-track and a spare tire in the back seat. But that was I Wish by Skilo. We hope you jerked into a napkin while eating microwave macaroni and cheese to that last song. That is a terrible image. <laughs> it's the image oh, of a lonely man, Peter. That's true. But this is like, I guess some songs, um, like, and I guess this kind of ties into last week too, but, uh, you know, some songs about loneliness, I think they could be a bit sadder, but this one I feel is kind of more upbeat and fun to listen to. Yeah. Um, whether or not you're feeling lonely, but even if you are, it's kind of like, oh, well, this guy feels the same way too. So I'm not the only one. Speaking of songs that are in our list. <laughs> Best tie-in ever yet. Uh, the next song we have up is Ooh Child by the Five Stair Steps. Don't know if we ever talked to them about them on this show before, except maybe when we did the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy like review thing. That was the only other time that we've talked about this song and them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was, mm-hmm. I want to say, like 10 episodes ago or so. Nice-ish. I don't remember. Uh but in case we didn't say it in that episode, I would like to inform you that they are from <laughs> Chicago. Uh, they formed in 1965, so they're old. And they were comprised of the Burke family, no relation to Solomon Burke. Uh, Fun fact, I was actually listening to him today. And nice. I, like, never listened to him, but I was today. I know. Yeah. He's, like, one of those artists you kind of... He has a lot of good stuff, but you just... I don't know. You don't think you forget. about it a lot. You forget yeah. that it's good, and then you listen to it. You're nope. like, oh, man. You know, I forget about a lot too. Is Billy Stewart? Oh yeah, the Damn. the guy that did Summertime and yeah, some, something in the park. Of, but he's a really good. He had a really good voice. I think he died. Uh, anyways, <laughs> speaking of other dead people, um, actually, I don't know if they're dead or not. But it was made up of the Burke family members: uh, Clarence Jr., James Aloha, which is an awesome name, Kenneth, and Dennis. Uh, they got their name when their mom quote mama stair steps um is that really what they called her apparently (laughs) notice that when she lined her kids up according to age they look like stair steps because apparently when you get older you grow taller oh that's interesting it's kind of cute yeah um and aside from being featured in guardians of the galaxy the song was also featured in a scene of the 90s movie boys in the hood where Lawrence fishburne the guy that played morpheus in the matrix his character was riding in his car with his son and that song came on and he goes man i love this song 
and he starts singing along to it. Now, Lawrence Fishburne says it, or his son does? I assume Lawrence Fishburne. I, I want to see remember. him singing along to this song. He's pretty cool. That movie I'm going to look that up on YouTube. Well, while Kyle looks that up on YouTube, why don't you listen to a short clip of Ooh Child by the Five Stair Step? I remember seeing this movie a long time ago and because it had a lot of famous actors and it had Ice Cube. <laughs> we all love Ice Cube. Oh, it had Cooper Gooding Jr. tie-in. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. That is actually pretty cool. Okay, yay. Best tie-in of the night. Um, so yeah, that was Ooh Child by The Five Stair Steps. We hope that you searched through Facebook and liked photos of your crush from three years ago to that last song. <laughs> That's so sad. I know, and lonely. Actually, speaking of Facebook, wasn't didn't I say a few weeks ago that this song is really fun to listen to on Facebook? I, I, I did. did. Speaking yeah. of Facebook, uh news that I actually saw on Facebook that we can update because we talked about it. Okay. Remember when we talked about the uh, impending lawsuit between the gay family and Marvin Gaye's family, for those who don't know what we're talking about. Yes, yeah, not, not just some gay family. <laughs> between the Marvin Gaye descendants and Robin Thicke slash uh, the guy with the hat. Pharrell Williams. Pharrell, yeah. Um, and their song Wow. I'm good at blurred lines, which Thank you. was which uh, sounded a lot like uh, "Got to Give It Up" by Marvin Gaye. Yep. Well, apparently they uh, ruled in favor of the gay family, and they the Robin Thicke has to pay them seven point three million dollars. <laughs> well, Payday. I'm glad it finally ended, and I'm glad that they are recognizing the original work and not just letting him get away with that. But yeah, exactly. I remember we talked about that a long time ago. Yes, we did. We actually had a five-minute funk episode dedicated to that topic. I know. That's why I mentioned it. I Her. forgot. Well, I mean, I know we had talked about it, but I forgot we had like a whole, whole episode. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a five-minute funk, but I was like 80% sure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What do we got up next, Mr. Prado? Well, if you listeners are tired of being alone... You can listen to this next song, Tired of Being Alone, by Al Green. Um, wow. Just wow. I know. I'm a genius. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so this song, um, this is probably one of his best known hits, I would say. Because you're, you're a really big Al Green fan, right, Kyle? I am indeed. Yeah, you would say this is probably one of his more famous songs, right? Probably his most famous. You think so? Uh, Maybe, probably eh, top, at least top close. three. Yeah. Top three. So there's a little bit of backstory about how he came up with this song, which I found kind of interesting. Um, according to Rolling Stone magazine's 500 greatest singles, um, I guess the idea for this song came to Al Green the the morning after he had done a show in Detroit. He was um, sleeping in his motel room, and he I guess he woke up before dawn that morning, and he just had started having the song forming in his mind. So he started writing it down, and within a half hour. Uh, he had written this song and he uh, he showed it to his producer uh, Willie Mitchell 
Um, but unfortunately, he wasn't interested in Green performing his own material. I guess this was in the time where mostly most of the time people wouldn't really write their own stuff. Um, but he was like, hey, I wrote my own song. Can I perform it? And he said no. Um, so Green said, quote, I was toting my song around in my pocket for days on end saying, hey, I got a song. Finally, at the end of the session, I said, well, I still got a song, unquote. So, uh, funny enough, it actually became his first breakthrough hit, um, which meant that it was the first to crack the top 40 in America, and it was also the first of his seven consecutive gold singles, which is super impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I find it funny that they were like, eh, we don't want you to perform a song that you wrote, but then that ended up being like what got him famous. So, a yeah. little ironic. So, that's cool. That is we, ironic. we all love Al Green. We, what if what would have happened if they never let him do it? Maybe he wouldn't have broken into our hearts. Yeah. Or the charts. That rhymes. I, I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> Let's listen to a quick clip of Tired of Being Alone by Al Green, and we'll be right back. We hope you binged watched endless and endless episodes of Greatest Home Makeovers on Netflix while <laughs> eating Chinsy Pop popcorn to that last song. So yes, that was Tired of Being Alone by Al Green. Um, pretty good song, definitely, like we were saying, one of his best. Um, part, part of the song says, quote, I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so tired of on my own. Won't you help me, girl, soon as you can? I know that I, uh, I love you so, even though you don't want me no more. Hey, 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 I'm crying tears. Through the years, I tell you like it is. Honey, love me if you can. So obviously, uh, his woman has left him, and now he's feeling lonely. He wants her back. Actually, something I forgot to mention with one of the previous songs in this list. Mm -hmm. Was it Lonely by Akon, possibly? Yeah, maybe. I think it was, where he actually left that person and then felt lonely afterward. Because usually it's like, oh, someone else left me. When you hear like a song about loneliness, mm-hmm. but it's it's you don't. I guess the thing with that Akon song, it's like, oh, I I left the person and now I'm regretting it. True, which is weird. But um, the Sal Green song, yeah, it's I think it's, it's, I guess it's a little ambiguous. I guess you could see it either way if you really wanted to, but I think generally it's someone else leaving you and he's trying to get her back. I guess seems True. like a common theme. It does. But eventually, everyone gets along. Somehow. That's true. Speaking of which, uh, the next song we have up is I'll Get Along by Michael Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka? Yeah, him. I think we talked about him before on the show, but I don't remember. Um, I know you've introduced me to him, like, way long ago. Yeah. But, in case you didn't know, he is a British soul musician and he wrote this particular song about his constant failure to reply quickly enough to people's communications. Um, really? Which is a very modern problem to have. Uh, he explained um, to the... I don't know what the site is, but it's this is fake DIY. Okay. No idea. Uh, but he explained, quote... People used to text or phone me about something, and I'd always get distracted or forget and end up getting back to them about two weeks too late. 
but despite this, it'd always be playing on my mind to get back to them. Sometimes you know what you have to do, and while you don't necessarily get there right away, even if it takes some time, you will in the end. And that idea sort of expanded broader to represent life as a whole. Hmm. So his, his inability to promptly respond to text messages caused him to have an existential crisis in which he examined that life gets there somehow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, did people, were people like saying, well, screw you then, if he wasn't talking to them or something, or was it just... I don't think it was that. Maybe he just got kind of, he just became notorious as, you know, the friend that, you know... Doesn't get back to you. Is hard to get a hold of. I could think of some people like that. Should we listen to a clip of that? I think we should, while stating Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and looking through the personal ads of your local newspaper. I know I belong. I know I didn't call. But I'll be alone in a little while. You know, when I don't call. Fun fact if you type in loser.com, it takes you to Kanye West's Wikipedia page, and I'm not kidding. I never knew that. But type it in. Type it I, in right now. I want to do it just for the experience. Live on Funk Radio. Loser.com. Yeah. <laughs> Why would somebody do that? That's pretty funny. I'm just kind of curious how much somebody paid for that domain just to do that, but it's pretty yeah. awesome. I'm sure that wasn't cheap. That's uh, pretty funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this song isn't related to that, but that's funny. Um... So we've never talked about Derek Harriet before. Um, I guess we're straying a little bit from our normal genres here because uh, he's a reggae singer and record producer from Jamaica. Um, so we got a little bit of hip hop today. We got a little bit of of, uh, of reggae here, but I I, this is kind of like soul reggae though. It's not like Bob Marley or something. This song, I mean, mm-hmm. um, I guess he released a bunch of like hits in the early 60s and then in 65 he collected all of those into his debut album which was the best of Derek Harriet and I felt it was weird that his first album was like a best of album was it because he only released singles prior to that yeah exactly but I mean so it makes sense but at the same time usually you think of like the best of somebody being I did way down the line that ties into my hatred of when an artist say a popular artist like I don't know Britney Spears like we'll have two albums out and then all of a sudden at Walmart you see like the best of Britney Spears even though like at the time that that album came out she only has released two albums and has only been around for say four years you can't have a best of I believe until you've at least been around like probably like years 10 yeah 10 15 years or so yeah you can't have a best of when you only have two albums out. That's just called a, I'm going to pick half the songs off each album. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of seen that before, too. I am i can't think of any examples specifically, but I know I've seen this where, like, a band who doesn't have too many albums, just total, there'll be, like, a best of collection. Mm-hmm. But then it'll be, like, two, you know, two CDs worth of songs or something. And it's, like, almost all of their songs anyway. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of compiling all of them? Exactly. I don't know. So, and the reason we're talking about this is that there's really not much to say about the song or Derek Harriet. So, poor Derek Harriet. I know. 
He's the loser, I guess. Terrible. <laughs> um, but two years after that Best Of album came out, uh, he released this single, The Loser, in 67. I guess this is another one where um, he actually, like the singer is actually someone who left the other person and then regretted it later. Um, which you don't see quite as much. We've actually had at least two or three, I guess, now where that's happened. Uh, he says, quote, I remember the times when we used to sit in the park holding hands together. I never should have gone away and left you like I did. I thought you'd take me back, but I was just a little bit late. Uh, my lonely days and my lonely nights, girl, on the outside looking in, dreaming of holding you tight. Well, I guess I've had my day. You let me go my way. It's me who has to pay. The loser, they call me. So sad. Yeah, it is sad. But it's it's kind of a slower song, but it doesn't feel that sad. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. It's kind of fun. Why don't we listen to a little clip of The Loser by Derek Harriet? It's me who has to pay. The loser they call me. So do you know actually where I heard this song first, Kyle? Grocery store? No. Funny enough, we actually played this on the original funk radio way back. What? And I don't, I've never heard of him in any other context, but we played it on that once and then I kind of saved it somewhere and then I found it again. I found it again recently. Was it one of the songs you picked or did someone I think it was one you picked. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird. I feel really bad because I don't even remember this guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess he's not that memorable. I mean, not to be mean, but I don't. He didn't release that much, and he's not really in our genres that we talk about. Any, That's true. Anyway, anyway, so um, at least I think you picked it. I don't know, but anyway, mm-hmm. that's one song that <laughs> I learned from that our original show. Awesome. Anyway, so yeah. So I guess some of these songs is, you know, they're directly about, okay, I'm lonely for this reason or that reason. And other times, maybe not quite as explicit about it, but they're more of just, it's just like a lonely feeling song. Or it's a song such as Ooh Child, where they're like, hey, things are going to get better, you know. Um, So that's why we chose these as good songs to listen to when you're lonely. Not necessarily like songs about being lonely but sometimes songs that are good to listen to when you're lonely i guess yeah some are encouraging when you're lonely some just make you lonelier (laughs) well hopefully listeners we here on funk radio make you feel less lonely we hope you do sad things we don't we don't actually (laughs) hope that you do sad things or are sad but if you are then message us on our facebook page (laughs) if you're lonely tell us on facebook facebook.com slash get your folk and if you talk to us we'll talk to you back and maybe you won't feel quite as lonely I'm pretty sure we just opened up a really big can of worms with that well I think our saving grace here is that no one listens to this anyway so yeah. no one's gonna hear, hear us I'm so, I'm so lonely <laughs> oh yeah I forgot that's like one of your catchphrases on this show exactly <laughs> oh god alright well We'll catch you next time here on Funk Radio. This has been your host, Peter. And this has been your host, Kyle. Thanks for listening to Funk Radio. Have a good day.
For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.